This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. We got a lot of moving parts. Warren Sapp demanded to be on the show right now. We said, <laughs> look, you're going to have to wait until tomorrow or there was a scheduling conflict. I will let you decide, <laughs> but we will make that happen. In his stead, a different type of intimidation comes <laughs> to the table. Yes. In Maggie Gray, how are you today? Just as many career sacks as Warren Sapp, guys. No. Uh, no, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Now, we got a lot to talk about, but... I'm going to let you lead the way. Perhaps you know what we should be talking about right now. Well, I appreciate it because I, I stopped by to see you guys because Emmett Smith, of course, the legendary Cowboys running yes, back, you guys know him. him. Yeah. He's going to be on with the morning show tomorrow. You heard of him. Uh, he came by our set, Maggie and Perloff show, and, you know, we've interviewed Emmett a couple times. You guys know he is incredibly measured. He's incredibly media savvy. Yep. He's a, such a gentleman. He's lovely to have as a guest. He's not usually critical of the Cowboys, though, because I think he sees the inside. He knows how the sausage is made, and he gets how everything works over there. That was not the tenor and tone today. The clear frustration over the loss to the Packers was palpable. He said and told us that if he was the GM, Mike McCarthy would be gone Mm, because of how bad the team looked in that playoff game. He said that The reason he believes that Dak Prescott struggles in big games and cannot get over the hump is a lack of preparation. He pointed specifically, not actually to the playoff game when he was illustrating his point about that, but rather the win against the Detroit Lions. And how when you guys got, when the Dallas Cowboys got the ball back with about three minutes left to go after the Jared Goff interception and could have salted away the game, Three straight pass plays. Agreed. Executed what was a bad Mike McCarthy game plan or whatever. But he said Troy Aikman wouldn't have done that. Take a sack. Don't throw the ball out of bounds. Be aware. He said that it's either a lack of preparation or, and this is his quote, not mine, he forgot he was playing a football game. Oh, my gosh. This was unlike anything I've ever heard from Emmett Smith. He was clearly frustrated. And it's funny because that's in a win. You know, yeah. Dan Campbell and the poor decision to continue to go for two after the penalty got all the attention from that game. But Mike McCarthy's game management, I mean, that could have and maybe should have cost the Cowboys a win. Sounds He's, like Emmett was listening to our show, too, on a couple of those yes. things. I didn't ask him that, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but he was ready to go. He had the receipts. I mean, obviously, he's super knowledgeable. He's oh, yeah. really still into the team. But he's frustrated. Yeah, he's and that's super what, frustrated. That's what it sounds like. He's, he's frustrated as a former player that has the ear of the guy who could make those decisions change. And, and, or maybe he doesn't have that ear because I'm not the GM. I didn't ask him. Right, he said, and I'm not the GM. But he also said, you know, I, there was a moment when uh, Troy Aikman had given an interview where he thought maybe just the pressure of having the star on your helmet becomes more intense 
as you get into the playoffs. Emmett was not having any of that. He said that never happened to Troy. It never happened to him. It never happened to Michael. Uh, and it shouldn't be happening now. It's more of a lack of preparation than not being able to meet the moment. Um, because he believes that, you know, despite America's team and all the attention that the Cowboys get, that this is not supposed to be a team built on hype. That was his words. This is supposed to be a team built on winning. Mm -hmm. And instead, it's gotten to a point where this is a team that's about hype and it's not about winning. You know, that's a really interesting point because I know we can look back now and see how hyped the 90s Cowboys are, but they didn't take off because Emmett Smith was the most dynamic personality <laughs> in the world. They just kept winning Super Bowls, and that's the same thing for Troy Aikman. He, would, he was very measured with the media as well. Now, I get Michael Irvin. He's always had personality for days. He'll be on our show tomorrow, but they, they got that notoriety and that hype because they just kept winning. Not because they were like, wow, look how flashy they, these guys. They also had the ringleader at the same time saying, hey, I'm, I'm really good at getting publicity. So they had that, this perfect combination at that time, but they've lost that one part since, you know, obviously since Jimmy Johnson left. So uh, to that end, we did talk about the coaching. So because Emmett Smith was so critical of McCarthy and, again, told us that if he was the GM, that McCarthy would have been fired, he said, and he was surprised they didn't make the move, he said, because of how bad they looked against the Green Bay Packers. Um, and, again, these are his words, not mine. He, we asked him, could he see Bill Belichick ever coming to coach the Patriots? And he, like, kind of laughed and scoffed. He goes, the Cowboys. Oh, excuse me, the Cowboys. I'm sorry. Yeah. I could definitely Cowboys. see Belichick coaching the Patriots. <laughs> we watched it for 25 years. Sorry, Bill Belichick coached the Cowboys. Excuse me. He said, he laughed. He goes, those two can't work together. Quit fooling yourselves. Agreed. Then in a moment said, okay, Jerry can work with anybody and sort of got a little bit more measured, but his initial reaction was quit fooling yourself. They're not going to work together. Or he didn't think. Did he give you his stump speech for Darren Woodson being in the Hall of Fame as well? <laughs> we did not get to that. Okay. We oh, had to man. get to some other <laughs> more uh, urgent matters. It's urgent for us. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's We've the most urgent. Okay, and it's not, it's not looking good for today so either. So. Oh, yeah. I okay. just have one of my friends texting me, I love this lady. <laughs> oh, wow. So. I love wonderful. you, too. She's great to listen <laughs> to. That, I don't know how my mom got your number, but that is really cool. <laughs> it uh, could you're be friends with my husband, I guess. It could be our morning show, one of our morning show hosts, too, who is not a fan of Mike McCarthy. So that could uh, be Bobby texting no, it, and being like, yes. It was a listener who just obviously there's a lot of Cowboy fans who feel – the way Emmett is feeling yeah. and it's and I think the tough thing is is now it's not a one off for Dak Prescott right. or Mike McCarthy but for Dak Prescott it's 2 and 5 in these games and if you take out the first loss where he did play well his rookie he year Packers, yeah he does he can't even throw for 90 yards at halftime at halftime he's always put the Cowboys whether it's Mike McCarthy whether it's Jason Garrett he puts the Cowboys in a situation where you're always down by two scores and now you have to come back with 30 minutes left in the game, and you are down by, in this case, 27 to 7. But even against Jimmy Garoppolo, played horrible against the Cowboys. He still played almost as horrible as Jimmy Garoppolo in that game. So it's a consistent with Dak. When it's a do or die situation, he will play close to the worst you've seen him play. I can imagine how frustrating that is for you guys. And clearly, again, Emmett, and this is all his words, not mine. Yeah. I mean, he was really, he was venting, quite frankly, because I think it's still pent up. It's got to be still really fresh for you guys, uh, that, that terrible loss. Yeah, I think the other thing, too, Kevin, is we've heard a lot of people be critical of Jerry, or Cowboys players be critical of Jerry, be critical of things. Never hear them being critical of Dak. 
They go back to his leadership always. And hey, look, yeah. you got that first. They, they're never that. So hearing him say something like that's interesting regarding Troy and the star on his helmet. Yeah, and you know it's funny because because Dak Prescott hasn't won a Super Bowl. Maybe you think, all right, if the play call comes in. And even you know, all right, I shouldn't be throwing in this yeah. situation because we're trying to milk clock. We're trying to get them to burn timeouts, whatever the situational football aspect. Can a quarterback override a coach? What can you do? Can Dak Prescott, does he have the authority to, you know, change a play or whatever? And I think Emmett believes he does or he should, and he's not. That was sort of a part of reading between the lines. And I think for Emmett Smith, I was a kid that my grandfather had season tickets in the 80s and 90s. And I went to the game for free because there was 20,000 empty seats. And when my grandfather would hand the guy four tickets and I was the fifth, a little eight to 10 year old boy, like we don't care. There's 20,000 empty seats here. So Michael, Emmett and Troy came to the Dallas Cowboys when there was only 40,000 people in a 60,000 seat stadium on a consistent basis going to see them. They had to win to be important. Mm. The Cowboys weren't important in 87 through 1990. It was in 91 when those guys made the Cowboys relevant again through winning football games and Dak and whoever else. They actually don't have to win to be some of the most relevant people in this sport. I think it's interesting. The Stephen Jones was asked during the maybe the Senior Bowl, and he was like, you know, you know Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Patrick Mahomes, they all you trust them. And you know how we all feel about Dak. Well, they feel about Dak that they have to build a team around him. That's how they feel. That's an honest assessment of what they feel within that place. It's not the same. Mahomes make, goes out, he makes a, a, a pass out of bounds on a third down and says, I live for another day. So that, that exact topic that you're discussing right there, they do feel they have to build a better team around Dak than they do say he's the guy that just does what Mahomes does out there. Have you made a Super Bowl pick? Would you like Reddit to help you make your Super Bowl <laughs> Is Reddit helping me? Yes. And they're better than my picks this year, so I'll take all the help I well, can Well, here's get. the thing. One person in particular is worse than your, any of y'all's Super Bowl picks, and that's why we should t- use this to our advantage. Okay. There is a user on Reddit who has incorrectly predicted the Super Bowl for 16 consecutive years. <laughs> that's awesome. do that. That's a skill? Yeah. yeah. That is. <laughs> Weird. They just get it wrong that many times? That's <laughs> consistency. Their prediction is the Chiefs, and it starts like this. Why, oh, why are the 49ers the favorites? I keep scratching my head all week, and I get that, but then I think about the fact that this person has posted their Super Bowl pick for the last 16 years and has been wrong every single time and think, advantage now, 49ers. I I tend to see, so the very first moment after the NFC Championship game ended and they set the first Super Bowl line, and it was... I believe it's San Francisco, and it was uh, minus two. three or yeah, two, two, wherever. Yeah, two and a half, yeah. Immediately betting because I just watched Patrick Mahomes go into Baltimore and before that Buffalo and beat Miami. I'm like, they're on a heater. The wide receivers have figured it out. The defense is playing amazing. It's not even about the offense, weirdly. So I bet it immediately. And now over the last two weeks, I'm doing the second guess. I'm like, you- oh, I, no. oh, oh. Also, there's something actually – kind of personally at stake for me on this one because I've been a little bit well I'm not critical of Brock Purdy I think Brock is an amazing story and he's playing um, he's had some incredible moments the comeback against Green Bay and then the second half against the Lions where he got a little help from the Lions but I get he's shaky early he's shaky early that's just that's the truth that doesn't make you a Brock Purdy (laughs) hater he just didn't play well early in the game so I didn't understand how Brock Purdy was getting MVP consideration now as a finalist like 
good quarterback, more than capable to win a Super Bowl, all that. But MVP? I mean, what are we doing? Christian McCaffrey, Lamar, so many better seasons, I thought, and more responsible for the success. If the 49ers win the Super Bowl, we had a listener send me a Brock Purdy for MVP t-shirt. Awesome. If they win, I've got to wear it for a month straight. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You don't want a to do month. That. Can they send yeah. you multiple ones? You <laughs> we have all these details to figure out if they win. Can I wash it? Does it have to be yeah. like touching my skin? Can I wear oh. something under it? Yeah. Can I like wear it as a hat or like a armband? How creative can I get with it? Yeah. So I personally have a lot at stake on the lo- okay. uh, in this game. That is a lot on line. Yeah, well, we don't want San Francisco to win anyway. So no, I think we're okay with I, that. I do not. I would imagine you one. guys are. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. mind. I think Brock Purdy. Okay. Is all right. That's uh, enough out of well, you, man. Well, Maggie, thank you thank for you. stopping by, for giving us all the scoop on Emmett. Where can people find that audio if they want to go search it out right so now? So right now it's on social media. So okay. if you are uh, on X or Twitter, it's at Maggie and Pearl or at Maggie Gray or at Andrew Perloff. Uh, my co-host was McLovin on the Dan Patrick Show for 12 years. And now we have our own thing going at CBS, which is really cool. Um, it's all there on social now. And that's where you can find it for now, immediately. It's all there and it's all Emmett's own words. And it's subtitled, and you can, in any form you want, you can hear the frustration in his voice, too. That's Outstanding. awesome. Thank you. thank you very, very thank much you guys. for stopping I'm by. I'm such a huge fan of your show, by the way, so oh, thank you for yes. having me. Ladies and gentlemen, Maggie Damn Gray it. right here on 105.3 The Fan. You know what I'm talking about? What's, <laughs> yes, I do know what you're talking about. All right. We're oh, going to keep man. on rolling. You're free to go. We are going to keep <laughs> on rolling. The content doesn't stop. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.